This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. This is the smell of a warm, three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a Hefty Ultra Strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, and I'm excited to record today's episode. I am feeling a bit low this morning. I have already cried, I think, a solid four times, if not more than that. Also, I'm sorry if there is background noise. My window or door, rather, I say, is open on my balcony, just trying to get some fresh air in here. But This morning has definitely been tough. I woke up feeling super overwhelmed. It took me not a really long time, but quite a while to get out of bed. Um, I just felt like very overwhelmed with everything that I had to do today, everything that's going on right now. I have a lot going on at work. I have midterms coming up. I have big assignments due at school. I have a lot of brand deals. I have a lot of events going on. I have a lot of plans this weekend, which I'm excited about, but I just feel very overwhelmed with everything, and I'm finding that when I'm doing things, my mind can't even focus on that one task. I feel like my mind is constantly jumping to the next thing and worrying about what I have to do next, and it's making me want to start doing another task in the middle of doing one task, which is counterproductive. And it's a really overwhelming feeling and I feel like I'm on the verge of burnout. I feel like a lot of this feeling of feeling overwhelmed and feeling burned out is stemming from imposter syndrome. Um, I deal with it quite a bit. Um, To explain what imposter syndrome is, it essentially feels like you've cheated your way to where you are. You feel like you're living a lie and like someone's going to find out that you're not actually capable of doing what you are are what you have said to be capable of. Um, That's what I would define it as. I would define imposter syndrome as. Um, I know Emma Chamberlain has an episode on how she deals with imposter syndrome and goes a little more into detail about that. I highly recommend you check out that episode of her podcast called Anything Goes. I love Emma Chamberlain. But I'm sure you can feel that I feel a bit lower in my energy and I'm just pushing through it. I had therapy this morning, thank God. Thank God for therapy. This therapy session could not have been 
better timing at therapy at 8 a.m. And we really were able to work through as to why I'm feeling overwhelmed, why I'm feeling burned out, why do I feel it's stemming from my imposter syndrome, what can I do to help navigate these feelings in the present and what tools can I add to my toolkit so that when I start to feel this way again, it doesn't get to the point to the extent that it's at right now and I'm able to better mitigate that on my own. But let's get into our weekly intention and I've spoken a little bit about this, but I want to try to be more mindful and to focus only on what I'm doing when I'm doing it. As I said, right now, I'm finding it very hard to do that. I feel like my mind is constantly jumping to the next thing in the middle of doing one task, and it can be very hard. Um, So my weekly intention is to try to be more mindful, and that's actually a tool that my therapist has given me before. So that leads me into the tip of the week, and this is actually something that my therapist, Samar, suggested to me, and I felt it would be very helpful to share it with all of you. I've known of this before, but obviously some things slip our mind, and we forget if we're not reminded of it or if it's not a habit we practice daily. So the tip of the week to help me be more mindful and to help you be more mindful is keep a notebook nearby. So if a thought comes forward while you're completing a task about another task or anything, you can kind of use this notebook as a bounce board. So you write down whatever other thought is coming to mind on your paper. So you don't forget about it. It's there and you can go back to doing your work. And then after you're done doing that task, you can then look at your notebook and be like, okay, next I want to do X. And then after that, I'm going to do Y. And you can keep doing this, essentially just keep a notebook um, beside you so that you are able to focus on whatever task you are doing. I'm going to experiment with that today. I already have my journal, which is the Vision and Action Planner. I love it. It has a mind dump space, which is perfect for this. And I've been just writing out like a, as in like a to-do list format and it's helping me feel a lot more calm. I can visually see what I have gotten done, what needs to get done, what's coming next. I'm able to put whatever thoughts are coming forward there. And then also another tip of the week, we're going to, I'm going to give you two. You got a double whammy. Oh my God. You got a double whammy this week, but I was also discussing this with my therapist this morning that there's so much going on and I was feeling really overwhelmed. And like I always say, your space really impacts your mood. And although my space is super clean and everything is tidy, my computer screen was chaotic. I had so many tabs open, so many windows. I had a Google Chrome window for all my Lanny B Fit stuff. I had a Google Chrome window for all my work stuff. And in those windows, I had a million tabs and I had a million things on my desktop. And it was making it really hard for me to focus on that one task. So I'm experimenting today, only having one tab open at a time. Anytime I'm not using a tab, or website or program or anything, it is closed, it is gone, it is out of sight, out of mind. And I encourage you to do that. Keep your computer space clean, keep your environment clean. It really impacts your mind and your ability to think clearly and well. So clear space, clear mind, both digitally and physically. This leads me into my current faves, kind of 
ironic, but I'm in love with my space. I've started to decorate a bit more. I've reorganized and I'm absolutely in love with my apartment and my room and the living space all over again. I'm obsessed and I'm having so much fun finding little pieces to help decorate my apartment. I'm going on a lot of vintage find hunts or secondhand hunts. I've been looking on Facebook Marketplace in local vintage stores, um, secondhand stores. I've also followed a few vintage Instagram pages that handpick certain items and sell them on Instagram or their websites. So I'm having so much fun with that. I'm really not trying to rush the process. I really want the pieces to be things that I really love and reflect me and the environment I want to live in. So I'm having so much fun with that. I'm having fun decorating my coffee table and it's kind of therapeutic. My second current fave is anything green. I love green right now, whether it be like the color of a matcha or a green smoothie or the green nail polish I have on my fingers right now. Um, green notebooks, like anything green, even like green shirts. Absolutely obsessed with green right now. I'm convinced. So there was millennial pink and now we have Gen Z green. And I did not make this up. I saw it somewhere, but I'm going to run with that. We are in Gen Z green era and I believe it is really here. I feel like green isn't just a phase. It's going to stick around. And then my last and final current fave is my new hair. If you don't follow me on Instagram at Lanny B Fit, I recently dyed my hair. I went to Nicole Park Hill here in Toronto. She is such a sweetheart and she specializes in lived in blonde looks. We did a nice blonde look. I had been debating back and forth between going lighter and darker. I always want to go darker when it comes around fall, but I never really love it on myself. I naturally have really dark brunette hair that's kind of dull, um, but it's super dark. It's like almost black. And whenever I go dark, I don't know if it's because it aligns with times when I'm super pale or when I've gone through periods of growth where I'm feeling a bit lower. Um, I just don't like myself with dark hair. So we did a nice bronze. It's still like I still pass for brunette, but it's definitely lighter. It's more fun. I absolutely love it. I love her. I love how it looks. It's so beautiful. Definitely check out her Instagram. It's just Nick Park Hill Hair, I believe. Um, Nick and I see. So definitely check that out. But Let's dive back into how I'm feeling overwhelmed, how I'm feeling burnt out, imposter syndrome, all that stuff, and how I cope with feeling overwhelmed and burned out in five steps. I decided to break it down into five steps for you. Um, This is a question that I get asked quite frequently because you all know that I have a million one things going on and I seem to always keep the ball rolling. Um, again, Instagram is a highlight reel. I do try to be as real as possible on there, but if I'm feeling low, I'm most likely not going to be posting as much and I'm not going to really want to put myself out there. So obviously it still is a highlight reel to a certain extent, but I know that if I'm feeling this way, especially with the pandemic, pandemic fatigue is a real thing. Pandemic burnout is a real thing. Um, I just want to provide you all with five steps that you can take under your toolkit and start to implement them into your life, whether it be one of them, two of them, three of them, all five of them. 
these are what I go to whenever I'm feeling stressed out, overwhelmed, burnt out, whatever it may be. But number one, as always, is to speak to your friends, speak to your family, speak to your coworkers, speak to your support system, share how you're feeling. I find that speaking it out, like verbalizing it can really help you become aware of those anxious thoughts and those stress thoughts and be like, okay, do I actually feel that way? feel that way or is it just my anxiety making me think that I feel this way and giving me all these anxious thoughts? Um, so I find speaking to friends and families really helps. It also helps them know how you're feeling and then they're able to support you in the ways that you need support. My friend Hunter is amazing. I always talk to her when I'm feeling overwhelmed and she's like, okay, have you broken it down? They kind of remind you of like the other things I'm about to talk about because when you get overwhelmed, it's super easy to get caught up in that feeling and those thoughts of being overwhelmed and being overconsumed by everything that's going on and can make it a little bit difficult to step back and be like, okay, what can I do to help myself feel better and mitigate and work through this? So, and just like sometimes just speaking it out can really help you understand why you're feeling that way. It's like a little therapy session in a way, like not a professional therapy session. I was trying to think of the word. I couldn't think of the word, but speak to your friends, your families, your coworkers, your support system, your loved ones. They're there for you for a reason. Talk to them, communicate with them. It will really help if you have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a partner, lean into them, share that with them. It really helps. My second step is to journal. I love to do mind dumps or journal prompts, especially practicing gratitude and really starting to like switch your mindset to I have to opposed to I get to um, is really helpful sharing gratitude, what you're grateful for. Um, Mind dumps are also another really great alternative. If you haven't had a chance to speak to a friend, mind dumps are super great to be able to visualize, like visually see your thoughts leaving your mind and entering the paper. You're able to see and get everything out that you need to get. I love mind dumps. Journaling was honestly my stepping stone to starting therapy. So if you don't journal, I highly, highly recommend it. I recommend doing it on a daily basis. It really helps keep everything fine-tuned and helps you be aware of how you are feeling. That can hopefully help prevent those feelings of overwhelmness and burnout and imposter syndrome by being aware of how you're feeling on a daily basis and constantly tuning in and then applying little adjustments as you go opposed to keeping it all under the rug and keep throwing it under there until it no longer fits. Um, I used to push everything down until it came out. I feel like I did it a little bit now again, but you keep living and you learn and we grow. But journaling, I love it, whether it be mind dumps or journal prompts. If you don't know where to start with journal prompts, I post journal prompts on my Instagram around Monday or Tuesday of every week. It's a set of seven days worth of prompts. Um, They focus on everything from like self-care, self-reflection, goal setting, whatever it may be. They kind of cover everything, Um, but they're all on my Instagram. You can scroll They're on my feed. I also have a journaling highlight. I also highly recommend the five-minute journal by Intelligent Change. That's linked in my Amazon shop on my Instagram in my bio. So definitely check that out. But journaling 100% saves my life time and time again. I'm so happy I'm back into it and it's definitely helping even to the slightest degree. My third step is to exercise. I went for a run this morning. I knew that it would help me feel better. I would be able to clear my head and 
it's really good for not only your physical health, but also your mental health and overall well-being. I highly, highly recommend exercising. It just helps me de-stress and it releases those endorphins. It doesn't have to be a super intense workout like a run or a HIIT workout. You can even do something as simple as yoga or stretching or a walk. Walking is awesome. It's super easy. We all know how to do it. Put on a podcast, go on a walk, listen to music. I love the... um, there's a playlist on Spotify called like main character or something or my life is a movie and it literally makes your life feel like a movie if you listen to that while on a walk highly highly recommend that or you can even just go on a walk unplug leave your phone at home or keep your phone in your pocket don't go on it and just be present and mindful in the moment highly highly recommend Step number 4 is therapy I feel like you all knew this was coming Of course, I'm going to mention therapy as a way to cope with feeling overwhelmed and burned out and imposter syndrome and any mental health crises you might be going through. But therapy is insane. It can help you so, so, so much. You don't have to be at this like insane mental state. Like you can go regularly. I go regularly. I go every two weeks, aka bi weekly, and it just helps keep everything in fine tune so that we don't get to the point where we can't get out of bed or we're feeling super, super low or we don't know what to do with ourselves because we're feeling so distraught. Um, therapy really helps me talk it out. It helps give me the tools. It helps me figure out the root of what I'm, why I'm feeling what I'm feeling. Again, similar to talking to friends, families, coworkers, your support system, it helps you verbalize what's going on in your head and be able to actually hear your thoughts, if that makes sense. Like I know you hear your thoughts in your head, but to say it out loud is a whole, whole different story. I highly recommend therapy. In specific, I do cognitive behavioral therapy And there are so many resources if you feel that therapy is not financially um, affordable for you. There are services like BetterHelp and Talkspace. A lot of governments provide free programs. I know the Ontario government here in Canada provides a free CBT program. service. There's so many different things. You can go to your guidance counselor. If you go to college or university, there are so many free support initiatives on campus, no matter what school you're at. Obviously, it varies from school to school. Um, In high school, you can go speak to your guidance counselor. I know that's what I did a lot in high school. Um, There are so many alternatives and more affordable options out there. I know that therapy is expensive, but if you're able to access it, I highly, highly recommend it. And just know that therapy and finding a therapist is you're going to kind of have to date around a bit. Your first therapist may not be the therapist for you. You want to be able to feel comfortable, to be vulnerable, to be able to trust them, to vibe with your therapist. It's so, so important. So if you have to date around, that's totally normal. I had to. Um, I've had therapists where, yeah, they kind of helped, but I felt like I was lying to them. I felt like I couldn't be truly open to them. They didn't really call me out on my bullshit. So Don't be alarmed if the first therapist you go to isn't the therapist for you. That's why services like BetterHelp and Talkspace, I promise this is not sponsored at all. Like I wish it was sponsored, but it's not. It really isn't. I haven't used them, but I've heard amazing, great things about it. You can switch therapists super easily. You can access them from wherever and whenever, which is super great. On to my fifth and final step of dealing with 
feeling overwhelmed and burned out, and it's to break it down. Break down each task into the simplest way possible. Write it out and cross it off as you go. That's what the journal is and how I mentioned and being mindful with my tip of the week to have the journal to write everything out, whether it be a planner, a piece of paper, a sticky note. It could be something on your phone. I personally like to have something physical, but just write down each task that you have to get done. Being able to really see it and visualize it really helps me. And then it's also just satisfying to check it off. Um, I was inspired by JC Marie. Um, She's a co-host of the What We Said podcast. She also has her own Instagram and YouTube channel, but she recently did the reminders widget on her iPhone. I absolutely love it. You can check it off and see it all on your homepage, which is super, super helpful. Um, But breaking it down always makes it seem much more doable. You're able to break down everything that you have to do into bite-sized tasks. Um, It makes it seem like you can do a lot more. You feel a lot more accomplished. If you're making a to-do list, like overall, I always recommend, this is something I heard, I think it was on the Skinny Confidential podcast. I don't remember who exactly said it. It was a guest that Michael and Lauren had on, but when you're making an overall to-do list, this is just in general, you can break it down even more, but you should have three things that you for work or school and then three personal things. That way, those are capable. Those are very like easy to get done. It's not too big of a list that it's overwhelming. And if you have more time, then you can do more things. But then you still have the satisfaction of completing those six tasks. Um, and if you don't finish them, you can always move them on to the next day. Margot Lee is also a great resource. She just posted a Workday in My Life video um, and she spoke about how she breaks down and organizes her day on there. So highly, highly recommend that, especially if you are a freelancer or you work for yourself or you are working remotely. Um, I really like what she has said in that YouTube video. It's Margot Lee, M-A-R-G-O-T space L-E-E, Margot Lee. Um, I absolutely love her. She is based in New York City, but she is incredible. I feel like we're very much one in the same. But to summarize my five steps on how I cope with feeling overwhelmed and burned out, I'll just like summarize the five steps and so that you can remember One, speak to your friends, your family, your coworkers, your loved ones. Two, journal mind dumps, journal prompts, whatever it may be. Three, exercise, do a little movement. It can be running, it can be walking, it can be stretching, it can be yoga, it can be whatever makes you feel good. Four, therapy. There are so many options. Therapy is amazing. I highly, highly recommend therapy as always. And five, break it down, break down each task, write it out and cross it off as you go. I am now going to answer a few of your questions. I asked you on my Instagram to ask me anything. Originally, I was going to do just an entirely Q&A episode, but I felt that I should share how I'm feeling and share some tips and hopefully it helps someone out who might be feeling similarly. But let's get into the Q&A. If you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at Lanny B. Fit. You can also follow the podcast Instagram at Morning Ray Podcast. Um, that's where I always ask for questions. But the first question we have from a listener is, how do I stay disciplined for waking up early? For me, I love how I feel when I wake up early. I love being up early and getting a lot of things done before like 8 or 9 a.m. Um, it makes me feel super productive. I love the early 
morning vibes. Like this morning, I went for a run when the sun was still rising. It was so beautiful. It was so calming. Um, I absolutely loved it. So it's finding your why, right? So I found my why and I love how I feel. I love the energy in the morning and it's not always easy, but having a why really helps keep you disciplined. How do I manage my schedule? I use Google Calendar. I use a planner. It's from Vision in Action. It's based here in Yorkville. Um, I use Google Calendar across my computer, my iPhone, my Apple Watch. I schedule anything and everything. And I also color code it based on what it is. I have a color for anything personal, for each of my courses, for work, for appointments, for everything. Um, next question is, what is my relationship status? I am currently single. However, I have been going on dates, but I am very much single right now, I'd say. Nothing has been defined. But TBD, to be determined, we are single. Um, How are you? Love your content recently. Makes me feel so calm. (laughs) You're so sweet. Um, Sorry, that sounded really sarcastic. It it really wasn't. Um, I'm doing okay. As you would have heard in the beginning of this episode, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. But overall, like besides that feeling of overwhelmness, like everything else in my life is amazing. It's incredible. I couldn't ask for a better state or phase or chapter of my life. I feel really content in who I am and where I'm going and what's going on. Besides the feelings of overwhelmness and burnout and imposter syndrome, everything is super great. I have a super great support system. I have super great friends. Um, I'm really happy. I love living downtown. I'm feeling great besides feeling overwhelmed right now. I feel like everyone's kind of feeling it. Any tips on how to balance school, rest, movement, etc.? I think it's really important to figure out what your priorities are, what your non-negotiables are, and how to set boundaries. I'm learning how to set boundaries again. I feel like I kind of forgot how, um, but setting boundaries is super, super important for your own mental and physical well-being and like overall well-being. Um, but just I like to time batch. Um, set aside a certain amount of time for certain things. So say like two hours to focus on school today, an hour for working out, um, two hours for relaxing or like not working out or doing anything like after like a certain time. Like for me, I normally like to clock out after dinner. Um, So just like finding what is balanced for you and learning to set those boundaries and determine what your priorities are. What are you looking forward to most this fall? I'm looking forward to fall fashion. I absolutely love fall fashion and I think that's the only thing I'm looking forward to this fall because I hate winter and fall means winter is coming. It means the days are getting shorter. It means the days are getting colder. Um, It means the weather is getting shittier. So mostly just fall fashion. Oh, and candles. I'm obsessed with candles. That probably should have been in a current fave, but I'm obsessed with candles. If you have any recommendations for candles, um, scents, brands, etc., please, please DM me them on Instagram at Lainey B. Fit. I absolutely am obsessed with candles and I've almost have burnt through all of my candles. Um, how to meet like-minded friends in later years of college. I think it's not being afraid to reach out to people, not being afraid to make friends over the internet. I've made so many amazing friends through Instagram, which has been incredible. Asking someone to go for a workout class or asking someone to go for coffee I would say nine out of 10 times if like they agree to do an activity that you like to pursue 
um, all the time, they most likely live like a similar lifestyle to you and you can kind of figure that out. But don't be afraid to introduce yourself to people and to put yourself in new situations Um, because meeting one friend can open the door to meeting so many other friends, which is kind of crazy. How to be okay with a balanced diet when you're known as healthy. I have struggled with this so much in the past. I feel like if I were to have like something that was quote unquote unhealthy um, in society, my friends would be like, oh, are you going to eat that? Is that Lanny B Fit approved? And it can definitely like start to um, add up and really impact how you feel about having a balanced diet. And you put a lot of this pressure on yourself to quote unquote eat healthy all the time and to have a quote unquote perfect diet when there's no, no such thing. A perfect diet is one that is balanced and it can fluctuate on day to day. And sometimes that means drinking alcohol and having wine with some friends, or sometimes it means having a big salad for lunch, or sometimes it means having a big bowl of pasta. Um, I think it's just like being okay with and confident in your ability to know what's best for you when and where. Um, And if someone says anything, just be like, I don't comment on your food and I can eat whatever I want. This is healthy to me. Healthy is balanced. Um, The next question is, how do you stay okay with being single? I think learning to love yourself. I feel like this is something that you hear all the time, but really learning to love yourself and be comfortable with being alone and being independent is so, so important. I think your 20s are perfect for this or even like your high school years. I think it's really important to know who you are before you give yourself to someone else. Obviously, you still give time to yourself and you focus on yourself, but you know what I mean. Um... But just like learning to be comfortable with being alone and being independent and finding what makes you happy outside of being in a relationship, like finding out what your identity is, like who is Alana, like who is Alana Bloomberg? Um, I'm still fine kind of figuring that out. Um, I know it definitely like on a on like a top level, but like who really who really am I? And I think being single really helps that. And I know it can be hard, especially if a lot of your friends are in relationships, but just know that it is okay to be single. And this is like your time to figure yourself out. And once you find a partner and if you get married, if that's what you want, like you're with them for the rest of your life. Like you're never going to be like single again, really. Like what a time it is to be young and in your teens and your early 20s or maybe you're in your 30s and you're single. I think it's pretty awesome. What is my love language? I would definitely say I'm someone who's words of affirmation, quality time. As much as I say I don't like gifts, I do love gifts. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be a materialistic gift. Um, I would also say I'm not really like a physical touch person. I mean, I can be, but not really. I definitely would say words of affirmation. Um, Not so much acts of service. I feel like I get annoyed more so, but definitely words of affirmation and quality time, especially because I am so busy. Um, If I get to spend a little bit of time with you and it's like very high quality, I would rather that over spending hours upon hours with you and we're not even focusing on one another. How do you stop yourself from stepping on the scale? Um, First off, hide the scale. I find that helps me a lot get rid of the scale. Um, That's really it. Maybe reconsider your relationship with the scale, journal it. 
Have you ever had imposter syndrome? If so, how have you dealt with it? Um, yes, I have. It is something I'm constantly working on. I work on it in therapy, so I guess that's how I deal with it. Talking about it with friends. How do you feel about posting your life online? Does it get tiring? Do you ever feel like you have to prove yourself? I honestly love sharing my life online. I wouldn't treat it for anything else. I've always been someone who loves social media. It can get a little bit tiring at times, especially when people are poking so many questions and and commenting on so many different things. But I feel like I have a really good and supportive and positive community that follows me. Um, So I honestly love it. But I do know when I can step back. And I think because it's my life and I'm constantly ever-changing, it's always exciting for me and I have complete control over it. How to be more confident in the gym. I'm going to put this right here. No one else cares what you're doing. They're focused on themselves. As much as you are concerned, they're concerned about themselves. Um, So just focus on you and do you and know that no one else really cares what you're doing there in the gym. They're most likely checking themselves out or looking how big their biceps got or focusing on how hard their leg workout is, like that leg press, how hard it was. Um, So just know that like no one's watching you. And as Sarah's Day says, act questions. Act, oh my God. Wow. I can't speak. Act confident and no one will question you. Um, that is it for today's Q&A session. That is it for today's podcast. I really hope you all enjoyed this episode of Morning Ray. If you want more episodes like this, please, please, please let me know. DM me on at Lanny Be Fit or at Morning Ray Podcast. I would love to hear if you love this episode, if you love this format, if you want more stuff surrounding this topic of feeling overwhelmed or like more personal um episodes like this. Make sure to also rate, review, and subscribe as that really helps support the podcast by leaving reviews and ratings. It helps boost us in the Apple podcast charts and on Spotify, which is incredible. And that's also how I'm able to know if you guys are liking what I'm putting out. Um, But I would love if you were able to rate and review. It would mean the world to me. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. See you. Bye guys. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.